0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpercasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello! Welcome to episode 79 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show discusses who is going where in association with Lose we're in the final furlong now. Three days to go. Three episodes left remaining of the series. And where should we start today's episode? Because you know the deal by now. Ten minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big pace a duty transfer gossip, and this morning we're going to go to the Etihad because Manchester City and Leroy Sane—they're not kicking him out the exit door, but Bayern Munich are confident they are going to be able to sign him because you know there's been talk of a deal for about 90 million, which. Seems about right in terms of today's market. It's not too ludicrous. But with the fact that he's knocked out of contract for another season on top of this one, he's 23, you know, there's a lot of talent there. You think, yes, yeah, about 90 minutes, about right. And also the reason that by Munich are confident they would be able to sign the German international is the news that also City have supposedly sourced a replacement already. That replacement is Mikel Oyarzabal. And he's going to cost about 75 million pounds, 75 million euros, so about 65 million, give or take. He plays Real Sociedad, he's 22, so he fits that mould of you know, youthful, vibrant, attacking. So he could just slot straight into the Sane replacement should it be actually a void to be filled. Um, but like I said before, I mean, to be honest, City could probably sell Sane and not miss him all that much. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a great talent, very good player for City but you know the City machine sort of has a habit of rolling on regardless and if you were to sell Sarney, you know I don't think it would be too much of the detriment of the team however if you replace him then it just sort of life goes on really doesn't it and I think with the fact that Liverpool haven't bought anyone bar Harvey Elliott more of that in a minute you do sort of think actually this might be again City's title to lose and that's not really good news for the rest of the Premier League talking of good news and it's not good news for Gareth Bale because his Chinese takeaway has been Cancelled the reason being that Florentino Perez decided to uh, call off the move because he didn't want Bale to go for such little money or well, nothing really. He said it was too valuable to lose. You've got this weird sort of situation where the chairman thinks, like I say, it's too valuable. Zidane doesn't want him, the manager. Uh, Bale's sort of in a halfway house now. Does Zidane eat his words and sort of take Bale back and not necessarily sort of starting but at least having part of a, a squad going forward? Does another team? take on the bail burden in terms of finance, but with so much finance attached to it, you're sort of thinking, well, who is left? I mean, are they going to now give it another week or two, a Premier League club, and think, right, you know, let's try and test the water with a very sneaky loan bid? Although his agent has said there's not going to be any loan deals, it's going to be a permanent one, which again, when you go back to the fact he's 30 and the wages he's on, where can he go? So he really is stuck in Madrid at the moment, and it's going to be interesting to see which direction this saga Continues in because it is a saga now, isn't it? To be going to China and you're all sort of set, and you know that's the next phase of your career. And although people are sort of giving him a bit of a kick in, thinking where well, he could have halved his wages and gone elsewhere, ultimately he's taken the money because the money was an offer, and you can't really blame a player whether you sort of agree with those principles or not. At the same time, now that's been pulled away. Where on earth does he go now? I mean, I have no idea. I mean, would he go to Tottenham? Would he go to Manchester United? I mean, Bayern Munich, PSG, I don't know. I mean, do they really want him, especially if it's just a loan deal? That can't happen, can it? So who's going to be the player or the team that is ready to pony up all that money? And I can't really see a logical candidate at the moment. Bruno Fernandes, he was set to go to Manchester United. This has been one that's gone on for months now. But it's not happening because he's not due to fly to England for a medical, which is bad news for Manchester United in their question sign every central midfielder this summer. Nicolas Pepe, he set to move to Arsenal on either Tuesday or Wednesday, if, and this is a big if, PSG don't decide to hijack the deal themselves. So £72 million is going to be the fee required to take him from Lille to North London. It's going to be paid in instalments so Arsenal have done incredibly well considering they had £45 million to spend all summer. So you know the way they sort of structure these deals is impressive, but you know it's not quite what they really need. I mean when you look at what they did last season. They had a very porous defence, the poorest defence which is also now um, lacking the input of Lauren Koscielny because he doesn't want to be there anymore. So you're sort of thinking they're either going to try and attack the way out of defence, which they tried to do last season, but ultimately didn't quite work out. Or, you know, they're taking a huge risk here, aren't they? Or unless they're still defenders to buy with that money that isn't in instalments, if you get the idea. You know, Kieran Sini, for example. So it's not... Um, I wouldn't say it's not ideal business, but you know you do sort of think there's still got to be something left because otherwise they are going to run the risk of the issues they had last time around. Talking of centre midfielders in Manchester United, Blaise Matuidi is interested in a move there, but you know there's no bid forthcoming at the moment, so I think the fact that the first two-year-old feels that there's probably quite a few options now in the centre of the park, and he'll feel that his minutes might be reduced this season, so he's looking for an exit door, but whether that exit door takes him to Old Trafford, we'll have to wait and see. Everton now... And they have supposedly offered 55 million in a straight up cash bid for Wilf Sahar. Because last week I mentioned that it was going to be 60 million and St. Tossen. That's not happening. It's literally a straight up 55. However, Palace wants 60 million and are also concerned about uh, payment structure. So again, it's going to be like an installments type deal. So nothing happening at the moment, but you do get the feeling that they're closer in terms of distance when we were talking about Arsenal at 40 million. And Zahar, £80 million. That was, you know, miles apart. The question is, though, and no disrespect to Everton, is this a move that's going to be big enough for Will Zahar? I mean, in terms of a big club and the next step in his career, is this the next step? Or are you sort of just moving sideways? I mean, I guess there's a little bit of progression, but is it enough progression? That's a decision that the Ivorian will have to make himself. Staying at Everton and Drissa Gay has been pictured arriving at Paris Airport as the Senegalese international moves closer to join the French champions. Uh, that's PSG of course. That was something that was confirmed yesterday so just sort of pushing that story along. Liverpool, I mentioned them just a minute ago or so and ha- Harvey Elliott has signed from Fulham. There is obviously scope for him to go to the academy because he's only what 16 but Jurgen Klopp sees him being integrated into the first team squad this season. I mean, I don't know. I mean it's a good signing from a sort of potential point of view but how much difference is that going to make and like I say with Man City sort of getting their house in order and not having to buy many players but you know still doing business you do sort of see the distance between them and Liverpool perhaps getting a little bit further already in terms of who can win the title it might be that Liverpool have a sort of 2015 style season where you know they pushed City so close in 2014 and then dropped off quite considerably it could some it could be something that happens again this time around obviously you know. We'll have to wait and see if that is the case. But, you know, there is that sort of danger where you've pushed so close and then you don't get to where you want to be that you then drop off considerably. So Liverpool fans obviously hope that won't happen, but there is that danger at the same time. Aston Villa, they've been encouraged by the news that Neil Warnock is considering offers for Neil Etheridge. Villa chasing a goalkeeper this summer. They've also been linked with Tom Heaton, but they're not prepared to pay £10 million for him. Thirty three years old, that is quite a lot of money for thirty-three year olds. I mean, obviously the market and all that, and I have sort of said before that it sounds a lot, but at the same time Heaton was very good for Burning in the second half of last season. It might be a shrewd investment if they can actually get a good goalkeeper and that's something that keeps them in the division. But is ten million you know, is that shrewd? Is it too much? You'd probably think a little bit. If they can get down to six or seven, then maybe, there might be scope for a deal. PSG again, and it's not really a big name, but Stanley and Sonkey, remember the name, is keen to move to Newcastle, although they are yet to meet his £13.5 million valuation. Liverpool winger Ryan Kent will not leave Anfield again on loan, as that's a blow to Rangers, although the likes of Aston Villa and Leeds are now leading the way in a race to sign him for £10 million. Aberdeen have rejected bids for Scott McKenna, the uh, centre back, who has been sort of chased by Nottingham Forest and Queen's Park Rangers. Uh, £3 million would be the sort of starting bids, but Aberdeen want a bit more. So, you know, maybe whack another two on that and you might be able to get the uh, the Scottish defender. Or Ben Marshall could join Chef Wednesday or Hull after having his contract cancelled by Norwich. And that is your lot for this morning. So it just leads me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Football Cast in association with Loser Paul. And until next time, goodbye.